Welcome to the We're Better Together podcast. I'm Ian Stevenson. And I'm Daniel Ardunia. Each month, we're excited to bring you an incredible interview with someone who has experience in facilitating an environment where people work better together. And each week, we'll share some actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to help you function better together, whether it's in your marriage, family, team, workplace, church, or community. Thanks for spending time with us today. Now let's jump into some content and get better together. Welcome back for another 10-minute tune-up on this Monday. We are excited to bring it to you. Last week, we had this discussion around these different styles of leadership, relate and connect. And we talked about how that produces partiers. Do and and get her done produces workers. Command and control produces soldiers. And then focus and facilitate produces owners. And we talked about some of the strengths and weaknesses of each of those areas, really driving us towards we want to get to the place where focus and facilitate can be where we operate the most so that we are creating ownership within the teams that we are a part of. Ian, as you think about that, we want to come this week and dig in deeper into this focus and facilitate. Uh, How would you break that out for people just from the bigger picture perspective? Oh, man, like I I think this is so critical. I think so many uh, leaders, whether it's of a family, of a marriage, of a team, whatever it is, they they lose sight of the importance of keeping whoever they're working with focused. And it means that you help keep bringing them back around to some of the basic questions, the basic questions we all know, right? What, how, who, when, where, why? Those are the questions we ask about everything. But so many times as leaders who are wanting people to work better together, we don't focus them in around those questions well. So we want to talk about that a little bit today. We want to give you a couple examples of what that can look like on a team with the family. Um, And then the last bit of designing the facilitation, how do you not just focus them, but facilitate something that keeps them moving towards what it is that you say you want to be about. Um, So we want to give you four points there on how to design that facilitation. So let's dive into these questions on defining the focus. How do you define the focus? Now, remember, this is about getting the participants with you to help design the focus. If you want to work better together, you can't just come in and tell them the answer to these questions. You want to get their input and decide these things together. So here's the questions. And actually, Daniel, you know the questions and you're leading a soccer team, right? You're helping yeah. lead the soccer team. So let's walk it through from a soccer team perspective, okay? Yeah. What? So let, let's go through them one by one. How, how would you go through them? Yeah, I mean, I think for us, as you say that, we actually just walked through a big processing of this between our coaches and our players. And I think about it, the team being in, in two parts. We had coaches and then we had coaches and players together. And really the coaches had to sit down first and ask these very things that you're asking. We found ourselves like we were hitting a wall feeling stuck, feeling like, what's the direction of this program? So then what do we have to do? Sit down and define this focus. What, who, when, where, how, why, as you said. And we sat down, we asked that question, what are we here to do? 
We've had seven different coaches for seven years in our bro boys program. We're lacking consistency in all these things, but let's actually come in and figure out how we can drive this thing forward together. Not just coaches telling players what to do, but how do we bring them in to have ownership? So what are we here to do? Then we had to look at who is, who, who is in, who's in for this. So our coaches first, we had to say, look, if, if we're even going to go try to help bring our, our athletes into part of this conversation, we got to know what we're doing here. We got to know who's in from the coaching staff. And then when, when are we going to meet up and, and have some of these conversations? Hey, we need to schedule some, some times to get together, to have some conversations around the focus that we want to have, and then to move into that designing the facilitation part that you spoke about. When are we going to meet up to do so? Where is that going to happen? How are we going to make that happen? And the why, why are we here? And so our coaches got together and had those very conversations, the what, the who, the when, the where, the how, and the why. And then once we kind of came together and were able to be united and working better together within that and answering some of those questions, coming up with some of the focus of what our program is going to be about, we said, look, now we need to bring the athletes in. Now it's coaches and athletes together that are going to come and do this designing of the facilitation. So we were able to help our athletes at least have some ground to stand on, something to help give them some direction forward so then they can start to bring their thoughts and their opinions and all of that together as one. And we moved into the designing the facilitation part. So we asked our players and our coaches, evaluate where the team is at. That's the first step. Where's this program at? Where's the team at? What does it look like over the last few years? What would you say about it? What's been the good? What's been the bad? Let's evaluate all of those things together. Then we moved into assess what is most needed. Okay, we just said what what worked, what didn't work. What is the what are the what are the things that we need to really do to assess what's needed to move forward? Okay, now as we figured that out, the third part was figure out the right questions to ask. All right, what are, the, what are the key questions that we need in this process? Then that fourth one was we need to have clear action steps coming out of this time of facilitation in order to move us forward. So we did this together as coaches and players, Ian, and walked away having vision, mission, and then you want to talk about clear steps forward. Our athletes helped us to say what are, what are the standards that are going to be for this program? What are the standards that are going to define us and what's the accountability towards making those things happen? That's so good. And, you know, uh, last night I was doing a premarital counseling appointment. I've been walking with this couple for about six or seven months through some stuff, preparing them for marriage. And I had them write their mission statement for their marriage. I had them put down what their values were going to be. And, yeah. and I think so many times, you know, we can think this way for like a soccer team, but we don't think about it for our family. We don't think about it for our marriage places where we're trying to get people to be better together. And we, we miss some of these principles. We just don't implement them. So like with this couple, you think about in a marriage or in a family, same thing. What are we trying to do? Like, what what is our mission as a couple? I love this couple that I was working with, man. They had just such a compelling mission as a couple that they're going to do. How are we going to do this? Who's going to help us through this process? Who's going to be in this with us? When are we going to revisit this stuff and keep on track with it? When, when are we going to get some of the, this movement taking place? Where... Are we going to do it? Um, 
where are we going to walk it out? Where are we going to implement this and why? Like, what's our why? Um, if you don't know what your why is, whether you're on a soccer team or a family or why, why do you want to engage in a family? Like how many kids lose vision for being part of their family because they don't know why, right? Yeah. Well, whose mistake was it that they don't know why? It's the parents' mistake. They got to help facilitate a time so their kids know why, right? So, and then there's designing the facilitation, like you said, mm-hmm. you know, constant evaluation. Like I think every week, every practice, like you, you need to think about where your team is at, where your family is at. You need to assess what's most needed at this point in time. Consider the question. What's the key question you're trying to really lean into? And then those clear action steps. So, so good, man. Like I, I think if people can lean into this focus and facilitate style, whether it's their marriage or family, their team, their workplace, um, they'll they'll see a lot more unity take place um, and a lot less wasted time. So I don't know. I, I don't have much to add to what you shared there, Daniel. I, I think you outlined it really great with the, the team idea. Do you have anything you want to add in our last minute here? Yeah, I think I just want to identify what we just hit there. There you can do this leadership style twofold the bigger picture conversations that you need to have that give you the groundwork for whatever your team is about. Then you can also do this within the day-to-day, which is what you just kind of gave an example of. As you look at that soccer team, there's the bigger picture. What is this program about? But now you also need to do so on that daily basis of practice. You start doing practicing and you continue to assess along the way. What are the things that are needed within this? You continue to ask these questions of evaluate, assess, figure out the questions, have those clear steps forward. And then I think the thing I would love to leave our people with is I believe it was episode three. If you're just coming on and listening to us, we had a great conversation with the Glassmans and their organization, Legacy Makers. The example that you just gave, Ian, when talking about family, go back and listen to that interview. You'll get a really good picture and idea of how you can play this out within family and even an organization that you can get connected to to help you process these things as a family. So as you're married, or if you're in the process, too, about, about having kids and kids coming in, go back, listen to that. Episode three, The Glassman's Legacy Makers. They'll give you a great example of what this looks like. Yeah, I think it was actually interview three. Yes. So we did the two yes. ups and then it was interview number three. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's a great suggestion. Yeah, we encourage you to go back and do that. But more than anything, man, just keep fighting for unity wherever you are. It's so worth the fight. It's so worth it. It's not easy. We all need to be encouraged in the process. That's why we do these tune-ups. So we appreciate you tuning in today. If it's been helpful to you, share it with somebody. Get them to help you focus and facilitate well. And remember, no command and control. That's going to hurt people. Not just having parties and, and relating and connecting and not just doing stuff to get it done. Like, man, focus and facilitate. That's what's going to help you bring people together. Thanks so much for listening today. We appreciate you. Have a great week.